Stonecrest City Council Election Series. Get informed so you don't vote blind. Stonecrest Weekly. Welcome to Stonecrest Weekly's City Council Election Series, sponsored by Forty Enterprise, custom trim and cabinetry company, where your ideas become a reality. Each episode in this series features a candidate from either District 1, 3, or 5. All of these episodes were pre-recorded and held until the last candidate's interview was complete to eliminate any potentially unfair advantages. Each candidate answers the same 10 questions asked by Gaza and myself. We do our best to keep it professional, but sometimes we can't help ourselves. So listen in, have fun, and learn about who's running for office. Today's episode features candidate Dr. Barbara Hall for District 5. We will read a short bio, then dive into the questions. For more information, visit us at www.stonecrestweekly.com or follow us on Instagram at Stonecrest Weekly. Stay tuned until the end to learn how to contact Dr. Barbara Hall and learn about her upcoming events. Now on to the show. Candidate Dr. Barbara Hall for District 5. Dr. Hall serves as an elder at Newbirth BMC. Living in the Stonecrest area for 14 years, retired from Fresno Police Department in California after 35 years in law enforcement, 44 years of marriage with two adult children and one grandson. Received master's in public administration from Golden Gate University, San Francisco, a doctor of ministry, master's and bachelor's in theology from Life Christian University, Florida, author of Forever Forgiven, dean of admissions of Living Waters Bible Seminary, and in the community, HOA treasure, organized national night out, assisted with outreach efforts, been involved in the city from planning stages, including council meetings, planning and commissions, and other city events. Now on to the interview. If you could assign yourself a superpower, what would it be? And how would this superpower benefit you in your role as council person? Oh, I love that question. It's so funny because I think about this all the time. If I was uh, could assign myself a superpower, it would be being able to go into the future, being able to see what happened 10, 20, 30 years ago. And so I could go in the future, I could see the uh, procedures and all the things that we put in place and see if they were correct and if, if, if everybody was benefiting from that. And then if it wasn't correct, then I'll be able to go back and then I correct everything that wasn't done right and say, no, we shouldn't put that in place. We should do it like this or whatever. So I would be able to go back and make everything correct. I like that answer. Uh, so moving on to the next question, what do you believe are the top three issues in your district and how do you plan to address them? Well, I see the top three issues as public safety, economic growth, and utilizing our comprehensive plan. And public safety in the hands of Stonecrest means better re local response time. And as a uh, retired police officer and detective, I know the opportunities and challenges of the community policing. So I can facilitate the transfer of local policing so we keep the tax dollars for policing and Stonecrest that we now give to the Cass County. 
economic growth. Economic growth is the key to Stonecrest success. More quality housing grows our population. Population growth supports more and better restaurants, food stores, and other amenities. Quality growth in the industrial area, it offers employment and an improved tax base helping everyone. Such, uh, um, such quality businesses armed with 2020 census data. So I would go out and search those uh, businesses, have the 2020 data knowing that our population now is over 59,000. And I would be stressing that Stonecrest is one of the fastest growing cities in the area. And I would encourage quality housing growth in residential areas, more people to support the quality business desire, especially restaurants and the food stores. And the other one would be the comprehensive plan. And in order, the comprehensive plan was a plan that the citizens came together and they decided, hey, this is what we want to have. And so what we need to do as a council is to make sure that we're following that plan. So my, um, my ideas would be to make sure that we're following the comprehensive plan. The next question is some residents feel there is a lack of transparency and visibility when it comes to the city's governing officials. What are your plans to increase awareness and be visible in your district? Well, I plan to be accessible to all my constituents and to make myself available to listen to their issues and concerns. And not just to listen, but to provide answers and results. I plan to create more positive community events and activities that will bring the community together that will lead to community bond and community pride. Wonderful. I like community pride. It's like one of my favorite things, right? <laughs> to talk about. So that sounds wonderful. All right. You already kind of touched on this a little bit before, but now we want to drive home a little more. Like, do you believe a police department is feasible in Stonecrest? Can you provide details as to why or why not, especially how it pertains to affordability? Yes. And I do believe a police department is feasible in Stonecrest. That is my thing, public safety. The money that is being paid to DeKalb County would come to the city. And there's also slosh money that's allocated for that. And that money can be used toward the police department. And there is federal money that we do not get that is allocated to cities that we are not receiving because we don't have a police department. All that money is going to DeKalb County. Now, that money, that federal money, the slosh money, and the money that DeKalb County now gets, that's the money that we will get for our police department. Got you. Um, and when we've done the calculations, I know this is not there. I'm just for clarity. Like, we've done the calculations that that's enough money. Well, you know, there's always going to be some things added in. And as far as that, you know, like, because you're going to need police cars. And one of the, one of my things that one of the goals would be is the first start, you know, um, two substations. Say we had two substations, one at the Stonecrest Mall and one in the Farrington Park area over by that other Walmart. Okay. So one in the Farrington Park area and one there. We already own that land. 
So we all land in the Farrington Park area. We own the land uh, at uh, Stonecrest, the, um, where New City Hall would be. So all of that could be, our, be used for our police department. So we have the facilities. Now all we knew, need to do is you know, get the police department going. And if we can do that at, as a, and on, on a gradual scale, we don't have to do it all at once. It would, we can you know, start with uh, using DeKalb County, but we would contract with them so that it would be designated just for Stonecrest Police. You will have a police car, it might say DeKalb County, but underneath it would say Stonecrest Police until we would be able to transfer over and to as, as, we, as we start to grow and we start to build our own police department. I also was on the police advisory committee for the city of Stonecrest. The committee consisted of present and past law enforcement officers with a current and past chief of police. We had a feasibility study completed by the Carl Vinson Institute, and there was also a study completed for DeKalb County by Dr. Alfie Meeks of Georgia Tech. Now, the Carl Vinson study gave us three options to choose depending on what services the city's citizens wanted. We could, it had low range, a middle range, and also, um, a more high range or a more expensive range. Now, the more expensive range would be uh, like having a SWAT team or a bomb squad or any special units like that. The low range would be just the basic police department, and that's all we need right this time. Now, these those type of services we do not need, but we can include them be be included in the basic police services with the county. And so if we needed those special services, what we would do is we would contract with the county. Now, the Georgia Tech study showed that if Stonecrest was to have its own police department, we would have three times the coverage using the same money now used for the DeKalb Police Department. Uh, in addition yeah. to the police department, uh, another thing to solve, uh, I would say, high importance is the, the mall of Stonecrest. But what do you see as a positive future for the mall? And do you have a plan to help the mall reach its full potential? Well, the mall of Stonecrest, a lot of malls are closing down. And we can look at the mall of Stonecrest and see that we have retail stores coming into the mall. And most of the spaces are already sealed. We're going to have the new Sequest that's coming into the mall. And that's going to bring more patrons and the food court is fully operational. And while most malls, like I said, like most malls are closing because, um, you know, people are using Amazon and they're doing, you know, internet. And so a lot of, that's why a lot of the malls are closing, but we can look at Stonecrest and we can see that it's not. And then the other thing that's going, is will, that will happen with our new Black Wall Street as those businesses begin to grow, some of those businesses would grow into the mall area. So that's a plan that, you know, that's, that's in process that these businesses will grow into the Black Wall Street, but later on maybe go, be able to go over and grow into the mall area if space is available. So the next piece is many of the schools in Stonecrest city limits have less than five out of 10 great school ratings. How do you envision our schools or even the perception of our schools being improved? Well, one of the things that we have, we have a great um, high school, Arabian Mountain High School, and it's a great example of what our schools could look like. 
And I think if we model all of our schools in that manner, we could increase the ratings. All righty. Go on, Gaz. It's your turn. It's my turn already. <laughs> okay. What types of businesses and or development do you believe is best suited for Stonecrest and your district specifically? Okay, first of all, we need more quality housing and more quality housing is going to grow the, our population. Population growth supports more and better restaurants, food stores, and amenities. Quality growth in the industrial park area, which is not my area, but if we have quality growth there, we're going to have people that's able to sustain the businesses that people want. People want to have nice restaurants. Restaurants like um, Cheesecake Factory or uh, Maggiano's or those type of restaurants, but we can't have those restaurants if we don't have the workforce to support it. So we need to get the workforce. We need to have good companies like Microsoft and Google, the uh, corporate offices where you have the people working that they will be going to the lunch, they will be going to those restaurants with having lunch and all those type of things. Right now, we don't have the workforce to support those type of restaurants. So like I said, the more housing we get, the better jobs that we get, the better companies that's coming in, the big corporate type companies that have a great workforce, then we'll be able to sustain those type of uh, restaurants and the things that you're looking for that, you know, all of us looking for. Absolutely. So next question. During elections, many things are said. Some is true, but most of it is not. Are there any misconceptions you'd like to clear up currently? Well, you know, I agree and that's true, but I choose to focus on running a truth-driven campaign, a campaign that focuses on really listening to the residents and what they need and what they want. The truth is what I focus on because that's what I believe in. So uh, I don't, you know, I, a lot of stuff is being said on in different places, but I'm just going to stand on what is true. All right. So the million dollar question, why should the residents of your district vote for you? And you know what? That's a very good question. <laughs> you know, and I believe they should vote for me because I am the best choice for the residents of District 5. The commitment and the fortitude that it took to excel in my position, prior positions as a law enforcement for over 35 years, as a teacher, as a community leader, and I have that same commitment that I will bring to the city council. I will roll up my sleeves and I will work for those and I would be the change agent. We all need to be a change agent. So I'm that change agent and I will be the best one for District 5. Wow, beautiful. That's that's the type of vibe that, that we need, that we need to hear from our council people. He's just saying that because we live in District 5. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, so our final question. What do you want to be known for? I want to be known for being that friendly next door neighbor to all 10,000 residents in the District 5 that you can call on. I want to be that neighbor, that leader that every District 5 resident can depend on. I want to be known for being the community leader and that they can trust and they know they can trust and they will get the right answers when, whenever the, whatever questions they may have, 
they're they're going to get the correct answers. That was great. I thank you again. We thank you for spending the time because we know you're busy. You're running a whole campaign and you took yeah. the time to be here with us for those for behind the scenes. We had some crazy tech issues today too. And, and Dr. Hall worked with us. Worked with us, right? She didn't say, you know what? I don't want to be on your stupid podcast. So thank you. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you for working through the tech issues and just being so kind and forthcoming. Do you have any final words that you want to share with the constituents? You know, I just want to say, thank, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much to you. I want to say thank you to both of you guys for, for just taking this time and this opportunity for me to be able to share. And I want to say to my District 5 community, I want them to know that, you know, I represent you. I want to represent you. I want to be, I believe in honesty. I believe in integrity and I believe in commitment. And what concerns you also concerns me. I not only want, you know, just to listen, like I said before, but I want to take those words that you give me and I want to put into action. Our district and our city needs your ideas, your energy, and your passion. And this is the only way we can turn our progressive platform into real change for the city of Stonecrest, but I need you and District 5 to go vote for Barbara Hall for District 5. For more information, you can go to my website, votebarbarahall4district5.com. And early voting starts October 12th. Wonderful. I think that there's nothing for us to say that was going to be better than your closing words. So, Dr. Hall, again, we thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening. Make sure you do your due diligence and get out there and learn about the candidates so that you can make the right choice for Stonecrest. Thank you again, Dr. Hall. Thank you, Dr. Hall. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Stonecrest Weekly. Thank you for listening to Stonecrest Weekly's City Council Election Series. For more information about this candidate, please check our show notes or visit our website at www.stonecrestweekly.com. Catch you next time. Now on to the interview.